My guest on this week's episode of Sesame Search is Martha Van Berkel, CEO and co-founder of Schema App. Martha is an in-demand conference presenter, educator, blogger, entrepreneur, and the leading expert in our industry on structured data and schema. Martha is ubiquitous on the conference circuit. A few places you might have seen her speak include PubCon, Brighton SEO, State of Search, and many of the different SMX events. In the past few years, the prevalence of rich results has exploded. Gone are the days of 10 blue links. Today, Google has rich results for virtually anything you can search for. In order to get those highly coveted rich results, you'll need to take advantage of schema. Oftentimes, marketers and web developers view schema more as a task to do once, and after it's done, you can set it and forget it. In Martha's opinion, they're missing the mark. Marketers would do better to have a robust schema strategy, she says. What goes into a schema strategy? Who in an organization is actually in charge of that strategy? What reporting tools exist to determine whether or not the strategy is working? I'm going to ask Martha these questions and many others. Grab something cold to drink and join me for a conversation with Martha Van Berkel. We'll talk about connected schema markup, why schema is the language of search engines, and I'll spend a little time talking to her about the new tool her team created called Schema Performance Analytics. All right, Martha, welcome back to Susan Search. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I am really excited to have you back. It's a good time to have you back. A lot has been going on with Schema. You are my go-to person for all things Schema. I've enjoyed watching you present, uh, talked to you on this show before. Everything that you do is really, really top notch. So I don't want to get too advanced too fast. So before we kind of dig in, can you can you kind of give us a, a quick, uh, maybe like a schema 101 and, and what you guys do exactly at uh, schema app? What is structured data? The sorts of things that you talk All about. Right. All right, let's start by like, what is schema markup and why do you care? And, and I always like start by how I explain to my mother, because she's like, what do you do, Martha? Like, what is the company all about? And, and so I often say like, when you search for something and you see extra information in the search, so things like stars or price, if you're looking for that new rock and pair of shoes, or maybe you're Googling new kinds of beer you want to try, um, or you're trying to like answer, you know, looking at like researching something and you see FAQs in the results, or you're figuring out like how to fix your barbecue. And there's like steps in the search. Those are called rich results. Those are like, you know, powered by code that's on the website that Google understands that then rewards you with those results. And the way you get that code on the page is called schema markup. And you have to like understand how to explain things in that code so the search engines understand. So I, I talk about often like schema markups, the language of search engines. And so you translate the content, you know, to be understood. But the outcome is really what we're looking for. Those like, you know, beautiful enhanced search that engages the user, that gets the click. Um, and that's what SEOs love, right? Because then they can actually see how they're getting a higher click-through rate um, when you um, when you have that rich result. I love it. And you, uh, we talked off here, you recently returned from PubCon Austin, which uh, oh, I did. was awesome. And, uh, and you were talking about the top ways to use schema. So I, you're right. The last time we talked, we were like, man, can you believe this explosion of rich results? I didn't yes. realize how it was at, like the meter was at like a two then compared to now, how much things were going to accelerate in the next couple of years or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I want to ask you about that trend and, uh, and who's, what are we seeing more of? Um, one of the things you put yeah. on your presentations that video, this is this idea of you were seeing more video in, in rich results. What, you know, even if you, if, if you don't follow this day to day, like you do, yeah. what have the last couple of years of rich results been like what's 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 trending up what what are we seeing more of and what are we seeing less of if we're seeing less of anything yeah 
It's like, how far back in the wheels do we go? Yeah. Um, so, so it's cool. Like actually at Schema App, um, so we were a software solution that basically just does schema markup all day long, which is why, <laughs> why Mark knows that I know this stuff inside and out and we kind of watch it. So we actually like now measure like with um, data, like what we're seeing tracking and perform. And it's pretty interesting, especially I say like over the last six to eight months where like we saw, you know, like algorithm change came out this past week, like old hat for all of us. Like this has been happening like every month since August or even further back in July. And, and so like the top performing rich results for like mid to large enterprise, which is like who we typically work with, you know, um, product reviews, FAQ, uh, video would be sort of like the top ones that I would call out. Um, and, and that sort of changed over the years, I would say. Like it was, you know, during the pandemic, it was really cool because Google used actually structured data to get information like in the search, like to help with special announcements. We work with a lot of healthcare clients. So they were using it to make sure people knew where to go, what the latest information was, et cetera. Um, but even with all the algorithm changes and everything else, like I love FAQ because you can put it on anything. Yeah. And it really like, I don't know, I grew up at Cisco where like service was so key. And so, you know, I've, I've been kind of getting super pumped these days about like, oh my goodness, like if your service, like how the experience you give your customers is a major differentiator. Oh my goodness. Like there's so many fun ways that you can actually bring that experience into this, into the journey at the search result. Like, I think that's the part that's so cool, right? Like, don't make me look everywhere for the phone number where I need to call you to buy something from you. Like, give that to me in the SERP. Or, you know, you're, you're trying to like, you know, make me buy some, you know, exclusive or expensive thing that like is part of that experience. Like, you know, FAQs, others can kind of, you can use that as tools to illustrate that right at that first kind of search, which we know people do what, like 80% of their research is done before they call you. Right. So yeah. I'm just loving kind of seeing that. And then the only other one I call out is like, you know, products have, have become really a focal point for Google, like I would say like in the last quarter of, of 2022, where we really saw emphasis on, you know, you can use Merchant Center, you can get Merchant Center-like experiences with structured data. We basically can take a merchant feed and turn it into structured data really easily, like at a click of a button. So like there's some cool ways that I think, you know, the product world has come back. And I literally just got off the phone with like a large enterprise that does e-com and I was like, and they're talking about category pages again. Like I think Mark probably when we last talked, I was like, I don't know. I think category pages are dead, you yeah, know, yeah, quote, yeah. unquote, from Martha. Whereas, like, they're talking about category pages again. And, like, that's exciting. Like, let's see what we can do there. I love it. I love it. And I, I want to tell you what I really appreciate about your talk also is that I think sometimes when I hear people talk about schema, it sounds more like a task. Like, throw some schema on the site, whatever. Uh, you say, no, no, no. You need a schema strategy. So you can't just... Uh, throw the schema up there, you need to be thinking more holistically about the business and what outcomes they, they're trying to get. Absolutely. How do you, how do you go about building, what, what are sort of the steps to that, uh, even at a big picture level, building an effective schema strategy? Yeah. And I actually like would tie this to an SEO strategy too, right? Like I do it for schema because like, if I'm asking you to spend money with me, then like, I want to be able to show the ROI. And so, but like, I think this can go to any SEO initiative. It just happens with schema markup like 
you can actually measure the direct impact of it. And so that's one of the reasons why I love it. But the, the question first starts of like, what are the business goals, right? Like, what are the things that you're trying to affect change in? And so often it's like, I need to drive more revenue. I need to get, you know, more leads that I can then nurture because I want like more eyes and, and sort of more people in my marketing campaign so I can get to know them and I can kind of take them through their buying journey. Um, sometimes it's um, service, right? Like you're literally trying to reduce the cost of service. So um, if you're a large tech company and you have like all your questions and answers in a community, and frankly, you don't want them calling your customer support. Like, so you want to try to reduce the number of calls that are coming into support, even as you grow revenue. These are all things that if you're then use your, you know, like you use your brain and you look at the content to say, well, which content then supports that business goal? Um, and so I find myself asking people like, okay, well, you're trying to sell more, like, so we need to convert more into whatever that is. Like, what are the pages that are your marketing conversion pages, right? Like, it's not going to be everything. And then, you know, if I can increase the click through rate from search, right? Like kind of like in ads, right? Like this is why people like ads spend so easy to sell. But if I can increase the CTR coming to those pages and then those pages convert really well, well, we're just laughing, right? Like we can look at the funnel and we can, you and, and, and what's awesome, like we release something called schema performance analytics. I showed this at PubCon too. Like, you know, we can illustrate like, this is what this set of pages or this line of business is achieving without the rich result, click-through rate. Oh, and here's the two to 5% higher click-through rate when you're getting the rich result. What is that? Yeah. Right. And then here's the most exciting part is like when you can show the data and again, depending on the organization you're working with, like it can be like, Oh, we're just gonna look at all products. But sometimes like it's very specific. Like we're going to invest money to do SEO on this part of the business. Cause like we're trying to grow this part of the business, especially in large enterprise. And if you can show those numbers and you're like, but by the way, like, we need to accelerate the content on FAQs because like we don't have it covered on that many pages. Like it's a no brainer, like the business case is right there. So, and the best part for SEOs is SEOs become strategic. And so this is like, don't do it, like do it for your business, but like do it for your own career because yeah, totally. it's, it's going to make your, your work more meaningful. Um, so that's what, like, that's what we do. And, and frankly, like it allows us then to get others excited about it, which then helps them make the changes on the website we want to see, which then allows them to achieve more. So that's, um, that's how you do it. Well, it's interesting. It, you, you may have answered this question already then, because I, I, as we're talking here, I'm going, okay, you're going to need a web developer, a content person, an SEO, there's a lot of stakeholders here um, that are going to be involved. When, when you are interacting with these businesses every day, who, who usually owns the schema strategy? That's gotta be the SEO, right? Is that, is that who, who would do it? Yeah. Or you... It's usually yeah. the SEO strategist or like the senior SEO, like whoever that person is. Like they're the ones who who are saying like, we should get this done. And then, and then again, like we're trying to like, so at Schema Map, we try to take away like all the need for IT, right? We can get them to do integrate once, you know, we make it easy for them to do reporting so that they're not like having to then, you know, kind of go to their whole analytics team to be able to show kind of that value add. And our whole idea is like, if we can empower them with these tools and these processes and these reports, all their 
extra time, and we know SEOs don't have any extra time, can be spent like pulling in those other teams, right, to affect change, right? And so they can then, you know, do the things that they really need to do, that they're the only person, like, I can't, I can't go rally in the content teams, like across different groups, I can give you the training for it, and the business case for doing it. Um, but that's where we then want those SEO strategists to really be like affecting the business change. And if you think of it, like, you know, I'm a business owner, and I like, you know, when I was a leader at Cisco, and so forth, like, that's where I want my senior people spending time on, right? Like, is affecting that like 10x change versus just like that incremental kind of piece. Yeah. Well, fascinating. And, you know, there's there's a term that you have uh, you have used in your presentation before we were talking uh, on this on this video. I, I think even you said you've talked about connected schema markup. That extra word connected, uh, not yes. just schema markup, but connected schema markup. Why the extra word? What does that mean? Uh, what does that signify? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny, like one of my clients was talking about like nested schema markup or yeah, semantic right. schema markup, right? I can, I can kind of go through like these, these are all the same thing. Um, you know, if I was talking to the semantic technologists in my team, they'd be like, Martha, like you're talking about knowledge graphs and like, you know, doing this properly. I was right. like, yes. Um, the reason I use connected is because I, frankly, I think we all can understand that. So I like it that it's like accessible language <laughs> for all of us. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that, Oh man, if you've heard me talk a lot, like I've often talked about like islands of schema where you're just like, I'm going to define the video over here and on this corner, I'm going to define the product and over here is the organization and like, it's not related, right? Like I just like, it's just kind of in its own little islands, right? And, and I think as we move towards this world of ChatGPT and like, you know, inferencing, right? If, um, you know, being able to inference, which is frankly what search engines do, right? Like they're trying to understand information to provide an answer. We need to connect that we, we have actually even the opportunity to tell them how things are connected instead of hoping to goodness that they figure it out, right? And so when you do connected schema markup, you're not just explaining what the things are, you're also explaining their relationships to each other. And so like, this is a company that sells this product and this video is, you know, the, the subject of that video is the product. And so if someone's looking for a video of that product from that company, it's super obvious like what that, that answer should be. And then the other piece, you're connecting it within the site you're connecting it also with definitions outside. So especially if you do something that's a little nuanced um, and you're using, you know, one of the examples I use like Java, like, am I talking about the programming language? Am I talking about the country? Am I talking about the coffee? Like, how do you, and I say nuance because like some things are obvious. Um, some things don't have many definitions or, or perhaps can't be understood in context. But this is again, where you can like, you know, link to a definition in Wikipedia or Wikidata. Um, I like Wikidata because it's like more um, kind of less language specific. Um, you can link to Google's knowledge graph. Like this is actually where Google's defining this entity. Um, and then, and, and so that's like the connectedness. And if you do that well, um, in my presentation, like I talked about, like, I actually asked ChatGPT, like three reasons why you should, like why knowledge graphs are helpful. And so I always like to pause and say like, so a knowledge graph is basically when you define things and their relationships to one another, which is like what I just described as connected schema markup, right? And ChatGPT tells us, 
and it was verified with a semantic technologist and architect on my team that like the three benefits are things like searchability, right? Or interoperability because the, the, the things are all now defined in the same vocabulary. Oh, by the way, schema.org is a common vocabulary. Right. And then the last piece is it's good for machine learning and AI. Yeah. It's like, I can't thank you, ChatGPT, for making my life so easy to say, right. you know, when you do the schema markup properly in a connected, scalable way, you get all these other benefits that like, by the way, the search engines already know they've been doing it for a long time. They're expecting this. But um, and now as, you know, your CMO or like people in the organization are like, how are we using AI? And like, how's ChatGPT? The SEO can say confidently. No. Oh, by the way, the Bing product manager told me to write quality content and do schema markup in a semantic connected way. Booyah, I'm contributing to our AI strategy. Wow. I mean, I, I love this. And I, I, this is so interesting to me. And I also appreciate that right now ChatGPT is so popular that we actually have a quota of how many times we have to say it on every show. So you've helped me hit our quota. Uh, but I, I, do, I do think this is an interesting time for schema. And that you're in a great spot, right? Because uh, as you said, you said off air, like the knowledge panel, the knowledge graph can be really helpful to machine learning. Yes. It's really helpful. How, how, explain that to me. Unpack that for me. Like how, how can that be so helpful to a, a machine learning algorithm? So we actually... <laughs> We just, we just like wrote an article, like a draft article on this this morning. As, and and, and, and some good. of it is... Um, yeah, well, I'll let you know when that comes out. We're gonna, um, I'm gonna pull. So my co-founder, who happens to also be my husband, um, Mark Van Bogle, be named Mark. So who happens to also have the best name in the world, Mark. Yes. Um, so he's like a semantic technologist, architect, expert SEO developer. Like they don't really exist. He's like a little unicorn, right? Right. And and so I was asking him, and and he was like, well, the reason why like knowledge graphs and and machine learning are are related is is some of the fact that he said that it's not required to do machine learning. So I want to make sure I'm like clear about that, but it can help. And it helps specifically when like things are structured in a common language, because he said when you're doing machine learning and we do machine learning here at Schema App is like getting good quality data is half the battle. And he was saying like our data scientists spend a lot of time just getting really good, clean data. And so if you have a knowledge graph where it's like already structured using a common vocabulary, you've got good data, mm. right? And so he said like, well, it's, you know, there's other ways to get that data in. Like the fact that it has relationships defined and it's clean, he's like, can help accelerate machine learning. And so like some of the things like we've been debating, you know, we like Google's cheap, right? <laughs> like, you know, like think about the changes in like, you know, how much they're investing in crawling, Right. Or mm -hmm. how much they're investing in, you know, I've, I've had some conversations recently, but like how much investment they'll make in like, like working through JavaScript, like, you know, we need to make it easier for, I'll say the search engines and the new bang and these chatbots and like everything to like consume our data. And so one way you can do that is like building a knowledge graph through connected markup. So it's like, so it's, I like, I'm excited because Again, like we were talking about this in 2013 and no one wanted to talk to me about semantic search marketing. They thought I was crazy. I was like, we're just like way too early, right? And it's kind of like all coming full circle now. And it's, yes. you know, it's it, it's fun. And, and I like that it's like makes the SEOs really relevant. Like it makes it sort of kind of 
raises the SEO's like role in an organization, which like, frankly, I just love like SEOs can be a hero in this, Um, you know, schema app can be a hero in this. And and then the other piece, I think that's really fun. And this is where, um, you know, like the innovation side of our business, like where Mark and I spend time is, you know, how do you, how do you like enterprises and other organizations who want to do AI chatbot initiatives, how do they leverage the knowledge graph they already have? And, and because schema apps is a semantic technology company, like we'd like have their knowledge graph ready. And, and so like that part of the conversation is just like super fun. Right. So it's fun from a business standpoint because it's like, Hey, like how, like, how do we want to innovate? Like, how do I, and and we're, you know, we, we work with innovators like in this industry. And so we're exploring that. So I think that's the part that like as an entrepreneur, I get rejuvenated about because it's like, I can do your schema markup, but like, that's just the beginning. (laughs) Like, let's, let's talk about the cool stuff that like your organization is going to try to do. And it's going to be really hard for them to like get all the stuff, but like you actually have some stuff we can you can start innovating with all right i love it i want to go back if i could go way back to something you said a few minutes ago you've got some cool tools coming out and i just wanted to highlight them and one of them i think is called a highlighter but then there's another one that you mentioned called schema performance analytics one of the cool things about this is that you can you can test all this stuff you can measure all this stuff uh maybe like plain jane Google Analytics might be tricky. You're going to have to have a third-party tool, wouldn't you? Uh, how do these? Can you tell us about the tools themselves yeah. and how to how to kind of like utilize them to tell the whole story of how much schema is impacting the business? Yeah. So I'd like to kind of sometimes just map it back to the schema markup process or what we call the schema app process, because and this will sort of like help everyone who's like considering doing this. So, so the first thing is strategy. So good job, Mark. We already talked about that. We talked about like tying it to the business results, right? Like, what are you going to optimize? What do you need to do? Okay. So like, and, and then also like, what's that outcome you want? And I like executives love that like visual, right? Like here's the fancy stars we're going to get. Like, here's how our competition looks. Like, here's how we look. It's, you know, let's make a fancy first impression. After you do strategy, you have to author the schema markup. So this is like generating the code. Now, ideally, like you're not doing this in a manual way. Like that's okay if you're on like a five or 10 page website, you're on WordPress, like it's an SMB. That's that's a fine solution. You can use um, generators. Um, you can use like there's forms online you can do. You can use our editor, which is like our pro offering. Um, that's That was our first thing that we did, right? That we, that we brought out. Um, but if you're doing anything at scale where you're constantly producing new content, or that you need to actually, um, or you have like a very large e-commerce site, um, but you're on some platform like Salesforce Commerce Cloud, that's really hard to like get really good quality schema on. Um, then you need to like, you can use something like our highlighter. And, and so our highlighter allows, you know, our team to like go in and, and map like any content that's visible on the page. Um, it can mm. do really complex schema markup. So um, schema markup, like you can do basic things where you're just trying to go after one rich result, but you can also try to go after multiple types of rich results. Um, you might also also want to do a multi-type entity house is a great example it's a product and a house um, which then allows you to describe it more accurately which is helpful for the search engines if they're looking for like a 3500 square foot house and like you can actually have that square footage in there so it allows you to do that and it allows you then to integrate with any platform because the next step then is like once you generate the markup you have to get it on the site um, and while google has talked about like having an api where you can send your schema markup um, i'm still hopeful that maybe in the next five or ten years they might get there Right now, it has to live on your website. And so this is where often, like, you know, one way to do it is, like, to have your your IT team to, like, generate, like, the schema markup. Um, the problem with that is that they don't maintain it, right, which is 
by the way, the next step. And so if you can deploy it in a way that gives agility to the SEO, so sometimes that's use a JavaScript tag. Um, Schema app has a ton of um, kind of server-side integrations. So whether you're on Shopify, BigCommerce, Drupal, um, AEM's the big one that we released this past year, like good stuff. We can get it in a cache server side. We love that. Google likes that better. It's like less JavaScript. Um, and it allows you to get all that robust markup that we've just generated like on site. And then the pages change, right? So like our highlighter is also brilliant because like once it's on it, if the content on the page changes, that's fine. Like the markup gets updated with that new content on, on next page load. So it's really built to be like dynamic, programmatic, scalable so that we can have more time to drink coffee. That was like our old slogan. Um, and then maintenance is the key piece. And so this is, again, where, like, this is not a one and done thing, right? And, like, frankly, IT stinks at doing maintenance. Okay, some IT teams stink at doing maintenance. I shouldn't say. There are some teams that are amazing at it. But it takes resources. It means that, like, it's content. Like, it, it's just, like, it needs to be dynamic. And it needs to be in this, like, ongoing kind of, kind of repetitive piece. And often, you know, most organizations, you have to open a ticket. They're going to then work on that piece. But no one's, like, actually, like, going back to that ticket and being like, oh, you know, I closed that ticket like six months ago. I should just like go check to see how it's working. No IT team does that, okay? Like especially right. in enterprise, right? And so it's like, how do you then, you know, like with Schema App, especially because of our customer success team, like they're they're working on it with you. And because it's managed in the cloud through Schema App, you can make updates really fast. And we don't have to talk to IT again, right? Because it's deploying and then we can measure it. So that's where Schema Performance Analytics, so we launched it in November. It was sort of all the learning that we've done over the last, I don't know how long we've been doing this, seven years <laughs> On, on sort of like how do we report and show value now it's like pulls all that data in from search console allows you to manipulate it in different ways to really tell that roi story which takes us back to strategy high five Beautiful. high five yeah yeah so that's the whole piece and there's there's lots of like schema apps i say one solution we're really end to end though we're looking at it and it's all we do like we just do structured data like i don't do any other kind of seo i know i know and you, and you guys are the best i mean like we were talking off air i just think you guys are in a great spot. Like I, I really do. I, I think you're, you're exciting like, time. I, I think you're in a great spot, and you're not sitting still. Like you're you're coming out with new technology, new tools, new other things. You're out here. Presenting. I know our highlighter extension is the next thing, so we'll we'll it'll get out soon. Um, but that's yeah, and, and we're excited because we also launched some free training. Did you see this training we launched? Tell me about it. No, I did not know this. So for years, we've been sharing this like super old training. We recorded in our basement when we first started the business on like advanced schema markup. In fact, I believe we built the training for Dave Ojeda because he like bought, like was looking for schema markup training, right? Like this goes way back, 2015, 2016. And it's like, it's brilliant. It's Mark sort of, but it's like four hours long. It's like, you know, like not, in, it, it hasn't been up to date because we just haven't had time. We've been growing and building all this technology to do this work. And so... Last week, on Friday, we released Schema Markup 101, our first introductory professional training. Jasmine Dredge-Wilson, who is one of our product enablement training lead, who has also been one of our customer success managers, is recording it and is explaining proper schema markup, semantic markup, how you do it in a connected way. So we've done our 101. It's free. We want to give it to everybody. We want everyone to learn how to do this. We'll be bringing out 201. And we're really like excited about empowering 
all SEOs to understand this as well as we do so that they can just like get all the value and be the heroes in the organization. So we launched it last week. Um, I think it's training.schemaapp.com. Um, we're, we're calling it Schema App School. Um, but we're super excited to to share that. And um, yeah, it's something I've wanted to do for a really, 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 really long time. And uh, it started. It's awesome. You guys are you have so much uh, thought leadership coming out. I think it's it's really been uh, an amazing, like just in the period of time I've really been uh, knowing you and everything like that. Like it's really been cool to see what you guys have put together. And so I, I you know, before I let you go, if, if people want to get in touch with you, um, if they want to know more about Schema App, uh, connect offline. What's the best way to get in touch with you? How do, how do they? What's your favorite social media? Those sorts of details. Yeah. So I like LinkedIn, um, especially like if you follow Schema App on LinkedIn, you're going to hear about like all our training launches, everything that's going on um, with regards to us. Um, I typically share those on LinkedIn. So if there's you know a reason you want to connect with me directly to find out more, um, connect, but give me a note why, what you want to lurk about. That's that's sort of how I, you know, you're, hey, you were watching, you know, Suds and Search and you want to find out more about this. Awesome. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, that's probably the best place to find us. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, uh, you know, keep up the good work and good luck with everything in, in 2023. I'm going to give you a virtual cheers for now. Oh yeah. Uh, woo, woo, woo. We're talking on St. Patrick's day. So I'll let you get back to whatever you are doing. That's where I'm heading next, right? Like I'm uh, meeting up with some friends and yeah, but check us out www.schemeapp.com. Check out our training. We want you to try it. Give us the feedback. Um, we're jazzed. All right. Well, you're, you're always awesome to talk to Martha. Thanks so much for coming on. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Sudden Search for everybody watching. Thanks again, Martha. All right. Rock and roll.